Hi, this is Denise with Refresh Her. This is a broadcast that is dedicated to helping women walk with God and know how to live and serve Him. You know, there's a lot of times that women can be disappointed because they have some kind of expectation in their life that never seems to be fulfilled. There's a longing there that they're wondering why God hasn't met, why He hasn't answered certain prayer requests that they've prayed about for years. You know, as little girls, we can watch little children or remember ourselves playing with little baby dolls and china dishes and sipping sugar water out of those little tiny cups. And we're holding a little doll in our arms and cuddling it and kissing its little plastic face and pretending that it's the soft, supple skin of a little newborn. And we're pretending all those years, and we're thinking about the day when we will actually be married, when we will hold a baby in our arms, and we're thinking about all those situations that we've dreamt about and wondering when God will bring all those things to come to pass. Well, those little girls grow up, and they grow into womanhood. And sometimes we face the disturbing fact that some of those dreams and those desires that we rehearsed all those years never come to fruition. It could be that there's a woman who's been waiting for that Prince Charming to come into her life, someone that she could spend her life with as her uh, husband and have a marriage that would put the gospel on display. And that's truly her heart and her longing. But she has not found that satisfaction and that delight in marriage She hasn't met that man yet, and she has a longing. She could feel lonely and left out. She's attended the weddings of her friends, and yet God hasn't brought someone along for her to marry yet. Her expectation of being married is yet unfulfilled. Or it could be that a woman has gotten married, but the marriage itself is a disappointment because she thought this man was going to be a spiritual leader, but he has just become perhaps apathetic about God. Maybe he doesn't help train the children, or he doesn't listen anymore when she is speaking. And he, she doesn't think that this is really what God had planned for marriage. And she might even feel trapped, disappointed, and frustrated So her expectation of marriage is what is the unfulfilled longing in her life. Yet another scenario would be that it would be someone who has been married, and maybe she and her husband have a great marriage, and they've been asking God for a child. And they hear the questions being asked by well-meaning people, like, when are you going to have a baby? Or, uh, don't you want to have a child? And it's just like a dagger every time they hear those questions because she wants a baby so very much. And yet God has not given a child. That expectation of motherhood has been unmet and there's still that longing. Just recently I was reading in the book of Genesis and chapter 30 is the story about when Rachel is longing for a child. And verse 1 says, And when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, 
Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, Am I in God's stead who hath withheld from thee the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold, my maid Billa, go in unto her and she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her. And she gave him Billa, her handmaid to wife, and Jacob went unto her, and Billa conceived and bare Jacob a son. We see here that Rachel decides that she could fix her problem. I mean, God is not answering clearly. She says he, he should be taking care of this and giving me a child, but he's not answering. So she comes up with a plan. God does not want us to do that. God wanted her to run to him and to depend on him. And during the part of this story, she um, asks for the mandrakes. And this was a fruit that they thought would help a woman to be fertile. In verse 22, it says, And God remembered Rachel, and God hearkened unto her, and he opened her womb. A son was given to her at just the very best time. And the best time is when it's God's time. He did it. She had learned patience and dependence. She realized that the mandrakes were ineffective, and she learns that children are only a gift from God. And she's learned to depend on Him alone. Let's just stop for a minute and let's just talk about what is a woman to do in any kind of these scenarios. And I'm sure there are many that I haven't even mentioned that maybe you're thinking about that's an unfulfilled longing in your life. What do we do when those longings have not been met? Can I just encourage you just to realize that we know this, but we have to really truly come to grips with it before God that there is nothing we can do to change our situation and that our total dependence must be upon God. And this isn't a bad place. This is the best place to be. And really, this is the truth of every woman, no matter her marital status or no matter how many children she bears. We are dependent on God. He made us. He loves us more than anybody could love us. Satan likes to take and magnify what we don't have so that we don't focus on what we do have. Think about the blessings of God. Think about all that God has given to you. Kind of think about that song, count your many blessings, name them one by one. Instead of focusing your attention on what you don't have, look and remind yourself of what God has blessed you with. And be grateful, realizing that your dependence is completely on Him. Secondly, let's just come to know God's character better while you're waiting. Learn about who He is. Dig into His Word. And we can only learn who He is when we look at His Word. As you're reading God's Word, look for the character traits that we learn about Him, such as the fact that He's loving. He is a good God. He is omnipresent. He's all-knowing. He's omniscient. He's faithful. He's unchanging. And when we know who God is, then we are able to rightly look at our own situation and remember what only God can do. 
The next thing we need to remember when we have unmet expectations is to take them to God in prayer and to just give them to him. It's really as simple as literally opening your hands and surrendering your expectation to God. I can remember very clearly one time in my life when I had been praying for years about God providing something, and I was so frustrated in it, and I came to a psalm that just absolutely was such a turning point in my life. It's Psalm 63. It says, Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. When I read that part of the psalm, I will lift up my hands in thy name. I remember literally being on my knees before the Lord and lifting my hands in the air with open palms and saying, God, I'm giving this desire to you. And whether you fulfill it or not, I know that the beginning of this passage says your loving kindness is better than life. I know that drawing near to you is better than this thing I'm asking for. We have to really come to the place where we ask God to help us to know the truth of that, that his loving kindness is better than that longing that we have. And, you know, God puts those desires in our heart, and that should push us closer and closer to him. And the drawing near of our hearts to God truly is better than the unmet expectation that we think we have to have. The next thing I think we need to remember when we have an unmet expectation is to transfer all of those expectations the things that we're longing to do and turn our expectations only to God. Psalm 62, five says, Oh, my soul, wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from him. God will never disappoint us. If you expect him to be faithful, he's going to be faithful. If you expect him to be loving, He will always be loving. Sometimes we put those character traits on people, don't we? We expect our husband to be faithful, to be loving, to be remembering our uh, special things in our life. But he is not God. When we put our expectation on him, he will never disappoint us. There was recently a struggle that I was going through, and I began to worry about this struggle because I was afraid of something that was going to happen and what might occur if this really did take place in my life. And it, this fear became so real that it just it made me weepy and um, emotional. And then a godly friend said this truth into my life and was such a a reminder of what I needed to hear, that if we could see what God sees, we would want exactly what he has planned because his plan is perfect. Have you ever been in traffic and 
you're sitting there backed up behind a bunch of cars and you just think, why aren't people moving forward? Why isn't everyone going? The light is green. Why isn't everybody going? But you can't see up ahead. There has been a wreck. But God is just like that in our lives, that God knows what is up ahead of us. Things are stopped and we think we should be moving forward. But God sees up ahead, not just at the end of the street. He sees around the corner and he knows what is best for us. And in faith, you and I need to just trust that God is going to do the best thing for us. And if we could see what God sees, we would want what God has planned because his plan is always perfect. I'm reminded of a quote by Amy Carmichael when she says, It is a safe thing to trust him to fulfill the desires which he creates. Those desires that you have in your heart, God put them there. And you can trust him fully to fulfill those desires in a way that only he could bring about. Those unmet expectations can all be filled in just running to the Lord because he will never disappoint you. O my soul, trust thou only in God, for in him is our expectation. We will never be disappointed. You can find notes from today's podcast in the show notes as well as helpful links that will guide you. Be sure to subscribe to Refresh Her on your favorite platform, whether that would be Apple or Spotify or Buzzsprout. That way you won't miss any new episodes. And you can also sign up to be notified by email each time a new episode is published and you can find that link in the show notes as well. If this podcast has encouraged you, How about sharing it with someone else? This is Denise Cunningham with Refresh Her, encouraging you to find someone that you can refresh with truth from God's word today.